You're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Welcome to season 2 of our podcast Ticks for Free in which we discuss all things football. I am Dhiman and with me is my co-host Vivek. Messi If Manchester City's loss to Tottenham Hotspur on Sunday was a blow to their title aspirations, they were in for a setback with much greater consequences a day later as they were charged by the Premier League for 101 alleged breaches of financial rules from 2009-10 to 2017-18 the charges broadly cover four aspects as an article by hts diman sarkar explained not making full disclosure over payments to players and managers not adhering to financial fair play regulations not cooperating with premier league's investigations and not being transparent about the club's finances We'll have to wait and see what sort of punishment is handed out to Man City by the Premier League once the hearings are complete. Diman, City have been in this situation earlier with UEFA banning them from the Champions League, but they of course went to the Court of Arbitration for sport and were let off with a fine. Uh, will they get away again? <laughs> Vivek, if I knew the answer to that question, I would have retired happily ever after once we finished recording this. Um, but will a fine, however much, really be punishment for misdemeanors this serious? these clubs and it's not just city are so rich that you cannot really hurt them by asking them to pay up it's almost like there was a time when the india cricket team would regularly be fined for uh, slow over rate and the captain would be asked to pay and the captain wasn't really paying was he because it was the board that was paying and didn't really hurt them much so you cannot hurt these clubs by asking them to pay however much you ask them to pay because that is exactly what Jose Mourinho had said you know when he turned city's 10 million euro uh, fine by UEFA uh, for obstructing investigations a charge that the premier league has also leveled against them uh, in 2020 he called that fine a disgrace because by playing the champions league final next year city made 10 times that amount so i'm not sure whether they'll get away by paying a fine here and the difference here is this that you know city here cannot go to cash and there are enough teams in the premier league with the kind of influence city have i mean you're talking of you're talking of some of the wealthiest clubs in the world uh, so unlike the fight at uefa this could be a much sterner test for city's abilities to sort of show that they are in the clear they've welcomed it and they've said that it's a great opportunity for us to uh, sort of you know clear our name once and for all but it's not going to be like the fight at cas uh, with uefa i think this is going to be a tougher fight right there have been reports that uh, the premier league clubs want man city to be kicked out if they are found guilty gary neville right. has said that clubs asking for man city's uh, ouster altogether are jealous of their success which is i guess interesting coming from someone who's a true and true manchester united man but also yeah, he's a manchester he was a manchester united man he's a pundit now so he's supposed to be neutral i'm okay. guessing <laughs> uh but on a serious note uh, like do you think they need to be given uh, harsh punishment and a precedent needs to be set devan uh, because so far we have always had the feeling that these rich clubs will get away even if they fall foul of the ffp regulations and that nothing will ever be done uh, apart from as you said uh, probably fines which doesn't really matter to them so 
you know the skepticism is not out of place uh, what you're saying is how clubs have got away with it i mean which club can you say has actually gone by rules and there's there's this huge loan that roman abramovich gave to chelsea which was like a personal loan or whatever it got never uh, how was it accounted for in the books i i have no clue now having said all that having said all that uh, how many of us actually thought that the premier league would come down so hard on one of its stakeholders i mean this is a team that has certainly contributed to the premier league being the world's most watched league they play sublime football and they do it so regularly that you know it's it's uh, it's it's jaw droppingly good but that the premier league did and they did it very quietly after years of investigation i think 4 years so so true you could point out all this and say that this has a lot to do with the government coming out with the white paper that would call for an independent regulator in football and maybe you'd be right but can you think of a competition that does this to one of its most prized assets i can't because you see for it, it's a different context different competition but i'll just give you an example for 2 years yeah. atk mohanbagan have not played the kolkata league this is asia's oldest league yeah. and they are one of asia's oldest teams if not the oldest they've just said we'll not play and the indian football association that runs the sport in bengal have been powerless to do anything about it for years barcelona and real madrid have had separate television deals and even though it hurts other clubs even though you know it's 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 exactly why the premier league is such a well contested competition as opposed to the other leagues i think i think barcelona are now 8 points ahead but even though it has hurt other clubs la liga has not been able to do much about it another example randomly at the top of my head the indian premier league did ban chennai super kings champion team you know and one of the one of the most important constituents uh, you know one of the teams that would draw crowd they did ban them right but it was only after the police began a betting probe so i think i think at this point in time before we know how it's going to pan out i think at this point in time the premier league actually deserves a lot of credit for being able to do what they have done to charge you know city with with what they have and i think by doing that they've already set a precedent as as it was said in this uh, ott series called trial by fire which i saw recently you know is based on the upar cinema tragedy but there's this line that says badla nahi badlao chahiye mm-hmm. now i think at this point in time irrespective of how this pans out clubs will be very careful about how they are uh, about their books now and i think that would have served the bigger purpose of trying to get these uh, clubs uh, into a situation where we don't get conversations about super leagues and stuff which is which refuses to die down in italy or in spain largely because of the power uh, of the premier league and the wealth of the premier league so i think that has already been set i will be very surprised if you see you know mega buck deals in the summer window it will take a while for clubs to accept what the league has done to uh, manchester city well this is certainly a strenuous time for man city they are not having a great time of late on the pitch either over the weekend demand with arsenal losing to everton city had a great chance to close the gap at the top of the table but they squandered the opportunity against tottenham Uh, harry kane uh, took that opportunity to do what harry kane does and uh, you know 
it it helped him beat Jimmy Greaves's record of 266 goals uh, and become the highest goal scorer ever for Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, in an otherwise situation, you know, it would have been a minor bump on the race to catch Arsenal, but. Now I'm not so sure how focused City will be because they play Aston Villa on Sunday. The first time Guardiola is going to meet uh, the press would be uh, sometime Friday afternoon or evening India time. Yeah. And it's not going to be a usual press conference. It's not going to be a press conference where a lot of conversation is going to be on how he is planning the, for the game against Villa. It's going to be a press conference where he'll be asked whether how he looks at this. Does he think that his legacy that he'd created, uh, you know, the the entire idea of football that he, that the way he wanted football to be played at City, the project that he had, uh, you know, is it all being undermined by what has happened since Monday? He's going to have to face these questions regularly now. And at the best of times, it is difficult to retain the Premier League. But to try and do that when you've been accused of being a cheat is going to take some doing. I mean, uh, we just imagine City's away games where insinuations will come thick and fast. Imagine being asked about this continuously uh, at press conferences in England and in, in Europe. So, I am not sure how focused uh, City will be in what will be in what is only midway through the season. So that is something I would, you know, want to see this Sunday and then going into the Champions League about which we'll talk a little later. Well, let's certainly talk about the Champions League right now. Devan, obviously, there are some mouth-watering round of 16 matches to look forward to starting uh, next Tuesday. Uh, in my opinion, PSG versus Bayern seems to be the biggest clash on paper at least. Uh, uh, although PSG aren't exactly well-placed right now, they are uh, under investigation from French prosecutors over undeclared labour. Uh, Reuters report uh, says that an investigation was opened last month following complaints received in December 2022. According to the report, the complaint was launched by Tunisian national Hicham Boizela, who said that he worked for the club's president, Nasser El Khalifi, as an advisor, but was only paid sporadically through a Doha-based tennis academy. Uh, the club, of course, have disputed that and said that he was never employed by PSG. Uh, and on the pitch too, uh, Mbappe has been ruled out for a couple of weeks due to injury, while Neymar is just returning from an injury. So, it's, it's certainly chaotic right now at PSG too. It is. I mean, you know, exactly what you said reminded me of what Vincent Kompany has said, you know, reacting to, to, the, to the charges against City. He said he's surprised. Yeah. Uh, and he also said, and I quote, that, you know, no doubt there's a lot of righteousness in the world to come and tell you what you have done wrong. And then if everybody looks at themselves, I think the football industry in general is not one that can afford to point the finger too many times. So there's also this feeling of City has very smartly played the card of being a victim here. It takes a lot to process that, you know, a club that has a squad of one billion worth of one billion pounds, a club that has the world's best manager uh, saying that they are victims. But Vincent Company does have something, you know, you can't dismiss Company's statement entirely. Just the point that you made about PSG shows that, you know, even they are uh, not exactly, I mean, they have also been accused of wrongdoing. Uh, I, I get it that Mbappe is not there, but they have Messi and... Uh, you know, he's scoring. 
true the, the the champions league is on a wholly different level from league one but uh, and and psg have quite a history of bottling it in the competition but bayern too will need to up their game because you know they they've had a recent spate of draws in the bundesliga uh, and as far as that is concerned when that happens for bayern in the bundesliga it is a crisis so it's going to be a very interesting game i think it will start with both teams trying to probe each other and see how it goes and it could really open up in the second leg depending on how the first leg ends really right right uh piman there's of course constant chatter and speculation about the futures of mbappe and messi at the club uh, is that unsettling for, for for a club like psg or what do you make of it or it doesn't really no, i don't think it matters that much uh, because look with this new deal mbappe has effectively priced himself out of the market and as we discussed earlier given how uh, the premier league is gone after city i don't see any club really pitching for mbappe and has to be a club from the premier league because the other leagues simply don't have the money to afford him unless unless real madrid do something you know very strange uh, i don't think this mbappe thing is going to bother psg or him all that much messi is in talks to renew his contract it has been reported and i you know barring a surprise it should be renewed simply because again not too many clubs in this world can afford messi and given the kind of football that he's been playing he has shown that he belongs to the highest level for at least one or two more seasons so so there's there, there would be no question of him contemplating a move to let's say saudi arabia or qatar uh, you know mls or going back home uh, and he's already said that once he's retired done with football he wants to stay in barcelona so i mean i could be completely wrong here months down the line uh, but i am thinking that you know this this messi mbappe situation does not really bother them all that much as far as the other games are concerned i am also looking forward to borussia dortmund versus chelsea uh, while both clubs aren't exactly in prime shape right now in their respective leagues uh chelsea certainly is, it looks like they can build something exciting given the array of attacking talent that they have brought in uh, enzo fernandez for example he made his debut in the goalless draw against fulham last weekend uh, and he looked quite promising uh, considering it was his first game in the premier league you know for me the story i mean uh, of course enzo fernandez is yeah. is somebody who a lot of people will be watching uh, given his uh, british record transfer but for me the story for that game is sebastian haller i mean think that he was being treated for testicular cancer not so long ago and then to see him scoring in the bundesliga is just another proof of you know truth uh, being stranger than fiction but uh, yes i i hear you about chelsea because you know potter uh, has asked for time and uh, i think it's 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 a matter of when not if that these massive investments that the club has made start giving returns the game i am most keen on is uh, liverpool real finalists last year and all that right, right. uh real of course they can win the club world cup by the time the yes, game yes. against liverpool comes around they <laughs> don't playing, get too ahead of yourself yeah uh, they're playing al hilal on sunday in the final uh and i guess that's the kind of confidence they will need going into anfield especially after having lost to mallorca away recently Uh, Demand for Liverpool. Uh, Ronald Koeman has certainly not helped things by saying that uh, young Dutch star Cody Gakpo may have moved a little too early. He's not had the greatest of starts in England uh, uh, so far. Gakpo. He obviously had a fantastic World Cup, but I guess it takes a little bit, little bit of time to adjust. So, 
he needs to be given that time, isn't it? It's too, it's too early to probably have uh, to be assertive yeah. about where Gakpo stands. When you've shown at the World Cup, which is yeah. possibly football's biggest stage, uh, granted it's only a handful of games and granted, you know, it's it's different uh, from playing in a league. I, I get all that. But when you've shown at the World Cup, it shows two things. One, you have the talent and two, you have the temperament. So I think it's a question of just adjusting to uh, life at Liverpool. I mean, Darwin Nuno is, is still struggling. So we need to cut Gakpo some slack here. And uh, I'm not so sure about what Koyman has said uh, because, uh, I mean, what is the right age? He, he sees what, 23, 24? Why not? I mean, Phil Foden is uh, 23 years old and he's been around in Manchester City forever. So Yedon Sancho is not even 23 now. Uh, and these guys have been playing at the high level. Talk about Jude Bellingham. So I'm not so sure about you know moving at the right time. Uh, if you've done well for uh, in in Holland, if you've done well at the World Cup, I think the time is right. Uh, it's just a matter of settling down there. But you know that is a game where I think both teams are going to look to sort of use that game to kind of repair the season. Liverpool more so because things have gone south uh, somewhat spectacularly for them, and, and given the quality available. I get that, you know, the PSG Bayern game is going to be uh, a real high profile one. But uh, Liverpool and Real, for me, is the game that should be the highlight of a week, uh, which has a number of good games. I mean, look at AC Milan and Tottenham. Now, Tottenham go into the game with the high of having beaten Manchester City. Okay, they play this weekend. But you take that into the Champions League and you're playing Milan who going into Saturday's game in the Serie A have yeah. possibly not won in the last six games. So it could be the right time for Tottenham to make a point and sort of, you know, seal, uh, dare I say, a last eight berth. Uh, then there's Benfica and Brugge, who you don't know how Benfica is going to cope without Enzo Fernandes. There is Napoli, who at one point in time, I think before the World Cup, was possibly the best team in Europe. And right now they are doing well. The Serie A is theirs to lose. They can only make the season better by going deep into the Champions League. So, uh, I think, I think you know, City play Leipzig. We don't know how that game is going to pan out. And we need to see how City play Villa this weekend to see how they are dealing with matters off the pitch. Uh, and you have Inter and Porto to uh, yeah. wrap up the week uh, of Champions League action. Yeah. Two clubs who usually play in the Champions League but uh, won't be this season is, of course, Barcelona ah, and Man yes. United. They are taking each other on in the Europa League. Uh, they won. Obviously, both are doing well in the league. Uh, Barcelona, of course, are top of La Liga and United are also doing well. Uh, they'll see this as an opportunity. Uh, I, I guess they are on the path to redemption uh, in, in some ways. And the, even though they're playing in the Europa, it's, it's an opportunity for them to, I guess... Uh, go far and probably get a get a trophy under their belt absolutely because uh, see both teams have been rebuilding and okay we are we're so used to we've now been used to united not playing the champions league uh, yeah. sort of but we were not so used to that with in so far as barcelona was concerned uh, but but it is it is undeniable that both teams are rebuilding it is also undeniable that both teams are doing well in their leagues uh, barcelona are considerably ahead united are Ahead of schedule when it comes to uh, Ten Hag's uh, rebuilding. You know, yesterday United came back to hold Leeds United 2-2 and they were 2-0 down. And it is the kind of character that United are showing that was 
absent uh, in the time of Scholzkaer's uh, later period and of course definitely missing in the time that Rangnick was there. So it is the test of character. It's, it was good to see Sancho getting a goal. It was good to see Ten Hag smiling. You don't see him do that very often. He's like pretty much granite-faced uh, all the time. But he was smiling when, ten, when, when Sancho equalized. So if Sancho is coming back to form, we will again find out. Leeds and United meet again uh, in the Premier League uh, on Sunday. Uh, we will find out uh, how much of uh, you know Sancho, how much of confidence Sancho's got back into the game now. Now, if if in a season Ten Hag can get Rashford back to his best and get Sancho uh, playing like the way he's capable of, you know the rest of the things will fall into place. Uh, similarly, with uh, Barcelona, you have you have these youngsters fizzing with talent. I mean, Pedri, Gavi, Ronaldo. If Xavi can get them to sort of gel together and they have understood the way Chavi wants them to play. So it's it's really going to be an excellent match to look forward to. Two teams, great legend, legendary clubs on a rebuilding curve, playing in the lower tier of Europe's uh, competition and showing the world that they are on their way back to where they actually belong. That was it for this episode. If you want to reach out to us, you can find us on our Twitter handles at Vivek9301 and at DemanHT. If you're a true football fan, you cannot not subscribe to Kickoff, our weekly newsletter on the world game which hits inboxes every Friday. For more updates on this podcast, follow HT Smartcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube and LinkedIn. And to listen to more such podcasts, log on to htsmartcast.com. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.